Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to erase your parents' memory of you and hit the road. Jack. It's depressing. It's, yeah. It's a rough beginning. Yeah. It's time to... Time to stab your house elves in the chest with a dagger. Mm, yeah. And 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 get yourself cinched <laughs> when you're disapparating. Mm. That way your arms all messed up and ugly and bloody and awful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, hello. Hello. And welcome to the eighth. That's not true. The seventh. Mm. I'm getting ahead of myself. The yes. seventh Harry Potter movie that we are re- reviewing. Yes. I'm stumbling on my words, Pete. Bail me out. <laughs> we continue our Harry Potter series as Brady infuses more caffeine into his veins. We continue Whew. the series and we are on The Deathly Hallows Part One. And yeah, like Brady's alluded to, this film has some dark, some serious moments, some serious tones. We'll get into that, but uh, thank I you I gotta for tell you, us. Pete, I really love these energy drinks, but I'm starting to think that maybe <laughs> the IV was a bad idea because my heart's going boom, 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 and I think I might die. We've made our decision, Brady. There's no going back. Just continue forward. Ooh. I'm like, I'm vibrating is the wrong word. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. Yes, I'm that's shaking better. a little bit. Better. I am, I am... Yeah. Woo. All right. Let's do this. Uh, I have, I, how do you want to, I got like a shit ton of notes here, dude. I got like stuff written. Woo. Let's start with, triv- let's start with trivia like we historically All do. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, historically recently. Historically, <laughs> historically, trivia happened at the end. Yeah, that's true. Let's yeah. let's catch some recency bias. Let's make sure. Let's start with the trivia. Um, all right. Of note, uh, this is not a question, but apparently, according to what I read on the internet, so it has to be true, M. Night Shyamalan was interested in directing this installment, which I can't even imagine how that would have looked. Wow, that's a plot twist. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like. We would have found out that like Snape was dead the whole time or something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, of note, this film came out in 2010. I did find it interesting. Like Harry Potter is a very, very popular film. It has such a strong following. It still only came third in the highest grossing films of 2010. Inception beat it out and Toy Story 3. So very valid films beat it out, but I was still surprised it didn't win. That I found yeah. interesting. That seems odd to me because this is like, you know, the end begins. This yeah. is like the moment that we're all, or maybe we're all over it at this point. I don't remember being over it. No, no, no. And if, I want to use this word. It's a good, the only chance we'll have to use it in this series, but it was the penultimate Harry Potter film. So there, it's a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, my question for you is a simple one. It's been a recurring one and I want to see if you can beat the curve or beat the streak here. Oh, jeez. Was Deathly Hallows one ever the highest grossing film in the Harry Potter's franchise? No. Correct. It was All not. Right. Maybe we'll find out more about this in a future episode. I mean, just based on what you told me about the other, you know, mm-hmm. like you just had a piece of trivia about it not being the highest grossing of the year. Yeah. Well, 
So it already left a sour taste in my mouth as far as the money it made. (laughs) Apparently it was the third highest in the series for what that's worth. Okay. For what that's worth. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So I guess we've got a lot of things we want to touch on. Notes, themes, comments. But we do have a, not historically we haven't always done this, but recently in this series, we have had a little segment that we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, the pressure's on. It's on. Now, it's for those who are new or those who don't know what I'm referring to, I do a bit of a two-minute or a couple-minute rapid summary of the film. Just if you haven't watched it recently or, you know, you kind of are blending what actions or what events happened in each film, just kind of a bit of a refresher. Or if you've never seen it, this is the way to see it. This (laughs) This beats the hell out of the film, man. That's true. That's true. Uh, so this week, I did something a bit different. We had a bit of a you hiatus. You put it to music. Maybe. Maybe not. We had a bit of a hiatus, so we had some time, or I should say I had some time. And I, you, you challenged me a few weeks ago. You, yeah, I was like, you're dropping the ball. Pick this shit up. Do better. No. I, mean, that's, I didn't word it that way. <laughs> you didn't say that. You said I. you challenged me to make it into... Maybe more than just a, a, a summary, but maybe a musical product or a musical right. <gasps> something. I told you to like wrap it or something. Yeah, yes. I'm remembering this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I oh, want boy. you. I want you to. I I emailed you a clip, and oh boy, I want you to listen to the clip. You'll have to do some editing to insert it in, just for the audience to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the thing. Yeah. But, Okay. So all right, all right, you all right. now and you now have permission to listen to this clip. I for the for the first time ever in mm. my ears and the audience ears, and I'm the homeless person who's laying on the floor next to me, <laughs> listening to me record. Here we go. Don't hype it up too much. The Deathly Hallows, part one, because splitting the book up was so much fun. We've got Wizard Rhymes, to be spun. John Williams' soundtrack is undone. Harry's still the chosen one, but can't fix Dobby, his eyes, or anyone. At this point, his skills are no surprise. I think Hermione is the real prize. No Hogwarts, Quidditch, or Hagrid to see. All the familiar concepts seem to flee. This film is filled with all kinds of camping. I think this plot needs some serious revamping. The Dursleys return and aren't overtly cruel. Snape walking around, he's nobody's fool. Voldemort worried Snape's lost his way. He needs a new wand and Harry's day. PTSD from Dumbledore's demise. Harry Potter home alone his friends give a surprise. Harry's looking fit, he's absolutely gorgeous, but needs to get undercover so they warn us. Polyjuice poison tastes quite like goblin piss. Will the Harry please stand up? The scene is quite a miss. The order is betrayed as Death Eater strike. Mad-Eye, Hedwig, rest in peace alike. A tone of surprise upon hearing Ron is useful. He and Harry wouldn't last two days without Hermione. Harry steps up Janie's dress and things get spicy. Minister of Magic go through Dumbledore's will. For Ron, his gift will show him the light. Hermione, enjoy the tales of Beetlebard tonight. For Harry, we can't find your sword. So for you, a snitch is all we can afford. Hermione jumps to take the group to Piccadilly Circus. She saved the day and packed for every single purpose. The best at spells at packing at piano. For touching Ron's fingers is an absolute no-no. Our hero, Storm, 
the Ministry of Magic. They flushed their way in, and it was dramatic. Ron gets splinched near a tree, a camping adventure for our three. Snape keeps climbing that corporate ladder. Now looky here, the new headmaster. Oh boy, Harry, what's the matter? Hermione giving haircuts makes us sadder. Hey, little train, wait for me. The most awkward dance in movie history. A nice Christmas jaunt to the potter's grave. Bathilda is creepy and might misbehave. In the winter, Harry goes skinny, dipping. Retrieves the sword of Gryffindor, and it's gripping. One Horcrux destroyed, many to go. Oh yay, more camping. Awkward cup of tea, four shadows, that we learn the sign of the Deathly Hallows. The three brothers whom death felt cheated, a wand, a power, and cloak were completed. Our heroes are captured, and Dobby becomes to chill. He claims to save, and that he never meant to kill. Only maim, or seriously injure, and Voldemort grave robs a wand for the clincher. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how to continue. I don't know how to, <laughs> oh my God, sir. <laughs> wow. That is, that, I am, I am, I am speechless. I take my hat off to you. I take you. my hey, I will take my shirt off to you. <laughs> that was amazing. Ah, thank you, you. Okay, so I issued you a challenge mm-hmm. and you you rose to that challenge. You exceeded all expectations. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. It uh I, I don't want to like it I put some some blood, sweat, and tears into that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell wow. you that. I can only, I can't wait to hear what you do. In the, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Thank you. That was incredible. I'm, I am, uh, I don't know that any moment has ever felt so good <laughs> in our entire 87 episodes of this show. Whoa, that is a big, big comment right there. Where'd you get the backing track? I made it myself. I used an app and created my own. Honestly? Yep. Made my own jingle. So Um, we can like, we can sell this. This is iTunes worthy then. There's no copyright issues. Literally. This thing can go on iTunes. Yeah. It can, it's, it can be released next week without any copyright issues. And it will be. (laughs) Oh, it was, you know how many like people across America, this is going to be their ringtones. I hope so. I really do. I have the ch- I have the chills. That was I don't even <laughs> to hell with my notes. Uh, I was being a little facetious when I said that that was the that was superior to watching the film. However, mm-hmm. now having experienced it, good lord! <laughs> oh my god, man! That I, was I'm I I cannot I cannot kiss you enough right now i am i am just amazed i have to i have to say it was it was a lot of work but it was fun i got a lot of uh, a big kick out of it and it 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 turned into a project kind of a passion project and it was it was fun to complete i have to say and honestly like the your backing track sounded harry pottery oh yeah it was the it they were the right note tones yeah for what it needed to be. I'm I, I am I spent like 
a couple evenings alone just like mastering that i was like adding different sounds removing different sounds putting them at different levels like the I'm... I am not worthy. No, so but here's okay. So here's the ultimate question. Sure, yeah, yeah. So you spent you 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 put time into this. Oh yeah. I assume your wife has heard this, has heard the final product. Yes. And does she think it was worth the time that you neglected her, or does she think <laughs> that you just neglected her and that you? That my husband has finally completely <laughs> gone off his rocker. That's a very loaded question. I think she was she was happy with it. I didn't neglect her. I I, I used my off time her with her off time where we did our own things instead of reading a book or doing something. I I, I focused time on this, so no neglect happened. And she did All some right. head she did some head bobbing when she first listened to it, and I always thought that was a good sign. And she thought she enjoyed it, and. Did she laugh? Did she not in oh, like yeah. a laughing at it way, but like no, a, no, no. like it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. It is going to replace Live and Let Die as my ringtone. What? Whoa. Oh yeah, hands down. That's, hands down. That is a big by deal. End, by by midnight tonight. <laughs> oh, that in itself is pretty cool. All right. All right. So the film we should probably I mean I got I've got I got a list of stuff here but I just I don't you know <laughs> We we should at least talk about it. I mean we are we okay. we have to. All right. So I've got it's just a couple of things written down and it kind of jumps all over the place. Is sure. it okay if I can oh, I just yeah. I'll just jump all over the place? Please, please. Okay. So the first thing, the memory charm, the movie starts out and Hermione's doing a memory charm on her family to remove herself. Mm-hmm. from their memories. Yes. Because because she feels she has to, because the war is beginning, mm-hmm. and Hermione has to go looking for these horcruxes, and there's no other explanation to her parents where she is, and then, like, the, I think the assumption is that she's probably not going to survive. Um, yeah. And so it's just easier if she never existed, basically. This is a heartbreaking scene. Pretty heavy, yeah. Heartbreaking. Although it does leave the question, uh, because she's also like, in the process, she's removing herself from portraits. Mm, Yep. But some of these portraits, like if it's like her and someone else, then okay, the picture that's left is like one person sort of off-centered in the photo. It's just (laughs) like a weirdly framed photo. But there's all of a sudden, there's a bunch of pictures on the wall with not, there's no subject to this picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is a blurry background image with nothing in the foreground. Mm-hmm. And I'm just picturing the next day the Granger family walking around going, honey. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this a picture of? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like, true. You, know, you know, yeah. I don't know. And surely she didn't, she wasn't able to successfully remove all things of hers from the house. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You know, you'd think there'd be some traces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of heartbreaking, mm-hmm. and you mentioned in, in the, the, the rap of all ages, um, <laughs> Hedwig dies. Yeah. Which even though, and I don't know if it's different in the books, I feel like in the films we haven't grown super close to Hedwig. Um, not, not But close it's still enough. a... Yeah. It's still just a heartbreaking moment. Like yeah. Harry, Harry's Harry's reaction, I think, is what sells this emotionally and is 
yeah, is a sad we, moment. Yeah, I think you're right. We ourselves haven't grown emotionally attached enough to be heartbroken by the fact. But yeah, seeing it um, influence Harry definitely is what is the clincher. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the Horcrux, the the locket mm. that they're wearing around the neck. I don't know about you. Uh, I was getting heavy, heavy Lord of the Rings vibes. Oh, yeah. Because they've got this thing around their neck on a chain that's essentially turning them into assholes. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, this is like, this is the 11th hour of destroying the one ring. Yeah. Like it was just very, you know. Very, yeah. very heavy, heavy Lord of the Rings yeah. vibes. Uh, my next note, mm-hmm. although Ron is under the influence of the Horcrux, mm-hmm. there's a moment where I'm just like, you know, when he's like, when Ron goes to leave, when he goes to take off and do his own thing, mm-hmm. and he's got like this friggin' pity party that he's throwing for himself, <laughs> and he's just like bent out of shape, and he's like, no, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. You don't want to be my friend. And, you know, I saw you looking at each other. I'm like, in honestly, in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, man, there's bigger things at stake. Just Avada Kedavra his ass. Like, no just, kidding. Just yes. take it, take that piece off the board. Kill him. Kill him now. You don't, you can't afford this kind of bullshit at your tea party. Like, this is not. It's, it's very juvenile. It's very nearsighted. It's very contrary to the the big fish that they've got frying there yeah yeah uh godric's hollow we get to see for the first time they go to godric's hollow which is mm. where harry was born and and all this stuff yep um the potter house the remains of the potter house is still there mm-hmm yes it's been 18 years <laughs> yeah the thing is kind of an eyesore. No one's torn this shit down. <laughs> yeah. No one's been like, and it's not even like on the outskirts of town. It's like downtown. <laughs> They've got like prime real estate. Like you head into the, you know, you can either go to the church or go look at the burned out ruins of the Potter House. It's like right next to the tourist information center for the town. Like it's yeah, and I get that this is like the house, you know, the boy who lived and the the defeat of the Dark Lord. But then you mm. think maybe there'd be a plaque where it's like some bastard got. <laughs> here <laughs> nothing it's just this garbage house that's like you know it's just it just looks like a, 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 the roughest neighborhood it looks like a yeah. meth house it looks like a meth house blew up <laughs> and 18 <laughs> years later no one's like nah you think maybe we should take this thing down like it just <laughs> looks mean, awful it's a good point i never considered that but like squatters would be an issue Var- vert like v- animals like rats and mice like all these problems that would come with having an abandoned building, you think they would just deal with to get rid of. And there's no way, it's like a burnt out ruin. There's no way people aren't squatting in this house shooting up heroin. Yeah. Like, it's it's just a, it's just that kind of a house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't do heroin, <laughs> but, but I'm watching the film, looking at the house going, if I did, <laughs> that's where I would, you know, yeah. that's, that's where I'd go. That's what I mean. Like, that's this, my... This abandoned building is only trouble. Yeah. Uh, two more points here, kind of tied into each other. Mm-hmm. Why is it, like, everyone, all of the bad guys here, Bellatrix, uh, Lucius Malfoy, like, all of these people have had interactions with Harry 
multiple interactions with Harry. Everyone, Harry's been in the newspaper. Everyone knows who Harry is and what he looks like. So then why, oh, why is Malfoy the only one that can identify? Why is everyone like, Malfoy, is it him or is it not him? Before mm. we call the Dark Lord, we need you to verify, is this Harry Potter? <laughs> right. What? We've all just suddenly forgotten who Harry Potter is and what he looks like? Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like, like yeah. There could be easily a comparison, like just Google Google search an Im- image of his face, and there you go. Yeah, well, that's you know. But anyway, whatever, like whatever I'm, the Wizarding World equivalent is of a Google image. But like, even Lucius has had this moment where it's like, well, let's hope that Mister Potter will always be there to save the day. And Harry's like, don't worry, I will be. Also, I lost you, your elf. Like. <laughs> They've had interactions. Everyone's had interactions. Most of them were there in the graveyard when 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 Voldemort came back. Mm, yeah. How does nobody know what he looks like? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um and finally, Malfoy, who does know that it's him, gets cold feet. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't rat out Harry. Poops Much like bed. he didn't, you know, just like with the whole Dumbledore thing, he got cold feet, so on and so forth. Yep. And this this is, for a guy that was pretty menacing in the first film, again, pretty menacing in the second film, Hermione friggin' decks him in the third film, and I think that's where he starts to lose a lot of his confidence mm. uh, and maybe some of his pull. Uh, this moment... And and any of the times that we see him in this film is just a real good reminder. Malfoy is useless. Oh, like, yeah. Not only does he not do us any good, really, but as a villain, as a bad guy, as someone who's doing the bidding of the Dark Lord, he is honestly a, a, a <laughs> set of nipples on a dude. He's got no purpose. Yeah. He can't achieve anything. Mm-hmm. And he's getting uglier and uglier as every film <laughs> goes on. Not you know, Ouch. and you know, Tom Felton. He's a nice guy. He's a super, but he's got like a, you know, he didn't grow into his looks. You know, maybe right. the way that uh, right. Neville, right? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Neville's a friggin' piece of you know <laughs> eye candy. He's some rock candy. I'd like to you know, please chew stop. on a little bit. Please stop. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, that's that's my list. Those are the things I'm watching and I'm thinking, oh, this is a great movie, but what the hell? Mm. Like, yeah. why is Malfoy the only dude? And why is the Potter house still standing? And God, Malfoy's useless. And, <laughs> you know, just all these all these little mm-hmm. things that kept me from thinking yeah. this is the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple things I want to... I actually have a list too. Um, one thing, it's more of an observation than anything else. But it's just in that opening sequence with Snape at the kind of the bad guys meeting. Just how, and listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how the films conclude with these seven, sorry, eight films, this is, I'm going to give away a spoiler and that's on you. Okay. You've had 10 years to listen or to watch all these films, but just how taxing Snape being a double agent is in that sequence. Like he has oh, yeah. that colleague of his with their dying breath, with their dying breath. Just think about it. Reaching out to you, reminding you of your friendship and for the greater good of in the, I don't know what you'd say in that world, like mankind, wizard kind of, whatever you'd call it for the greater good, 
You can't do a thing. You just have to stare at them and continue with your act and just sadly leave that person in the lurch. And it, I, I, I've just, that, that scene I really honed in on for some reason upon this viewing. And I was like, dang, that is tough. That is tough. Well, and I don't think he wavers at all in this one. Like, I think we hate him this entire film. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. Right. He doesn't have any good Snape moments in this. He's just, right. he's, he's literally just the guy that took out his friend, that right. killed his friend at the end of the last one. And that's it. Yeah. That's the only thing we know him as the guy who, in the act of doing that, has completed his his transition back to his old ways has now, mm-hmm. you know, joined the right-hand side of the Dark Lord. Right. There's no redeeming, like, him being sassy to Harry Potter to kind of redeem him kind of just for the viewer during this film. Like, it's only bad things. Only bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple aspects, two things that I, I do really enjoy about this film, and I do have always historically liked this film, I love some of the beautiful panoramic shots in this film, just of the skylines and the roaming fields. And it's just kind of juxtaposed to this dreary undertone. So like you see this beautiful landscape and then you're just hearing radio updates of new missing wizards and witches. And it's just such a contrast. And I, there's something film-wise that I just love the element of that. Well, and because uniquely, like, talking about that and talking about a a contrast, we Mm. don't see Hogwarts in this film. Yeah, it's totally MIA. We never see Hogwarts. We see the Hogwarts Express. We see Death Eaters there. And Neville is like, is it Neville or Seamus? One of them is like, hey, losers, they're not here. Yeah, that's right. Like, piss off, which is ballsy. That was a ballsy moment. Oh, yeah. Because he could have just evadicadavered your ass. But like, like big time. Yeah. But yeah. we never see Hogwarts in this one. No. Um, and another element that I really liked in this film is one scene in specific. And it just it just captures me from a film viewing perspective. And it happens maybe in other points in this film series. But definitely this is the best for me is... There was this. I'm just caught up in the suspense, and I'm caught in the dis in the illusion that is this film, and I'm almost fearful for like just a millisecond. And it's at the wedding, where the magical message is delivered at the wedding, and it's just this kind of undertone, like this dark message that the ministry has fallen, the minister is dead, and just the message mixed with the color tone and the portrayal of the scene and the implications that it all has. It's such, it, it, it brings fear as a viewer for our characters to me in this film. And well, I, in that moment, all you feel is all hope is gone. It's gone. Any hope that you had is just squished. Everything I, you've been fearing is now upon you. Yeah. And so I think that was one very, uh, very good, effective part of the film that they conveyed this misery to us the viewer Mm. um my only other notes are again i can't get over how there was serious black and regulus black like i just want to know their whole family tree like family tree like is there chill black is there you know uh, no thanks i'm not hungry black you know like just i just got a kick out of just regulus black and serious black it just just seems such such a play on names. 
And would the you, only other th- would you would you name a child something like that? No, I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I, you wouldn't name your kid serious. I, I I get the comedic or the the neat aspect of it, but I, I personally wouldn't know. Is there <laughs> is there any name in the Harry Potter universe that is a unique name? Ooh. Um, like whether it's Argus mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 Ramus mm. or Albus or any of the S's. Ooh. Um, is there is there any you can think of that you would name your child? Ron <sighs> and Harry obviously don't count because those are yeah yeah yeah. But like Minerva or oh man, that's a good question. Um, Sybil, Sybil, the yeah. the. Trajani, Professor Trajani. What about Neville? Um, Neville is kind of interesting. Neville's interesting. Yeah. But Neville is such a like friggin' loser in the first couple. Of, like <laughs> Fair enough. He is. But So can you think of any that you would <sighs> No. No? All right. I mean like I can. Like I, any of the ones that you just listed, I you know, for the sake of this argument, sure, maybe I, I think it's I think it's tough because people would like you know uh, like I really like I do really like the name Severus. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like there's no way you could get away with naming your son Severus and not have someone go, "Ugh, you named it after Harry Potter." Mm-hmm. Right? I think, it's too fresh. I think you gotta Albus. Wait like Sixty years. Yeah, I think Albus. I could. I think that would be the leading candidate. Yeah, Albus. I Albus. think so. Percival. Brian. Although, uh, no, okay, it's my leading candidate, but it would have some flaws because I feel like any time that child is talking, like say they're phoning Government Canada to fill out something for their SIN card or whatever it is, and there'll be someone on the other line who just mis- mishears you every time they're like, Elvis? 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 And it's like, no, Albus. Yeah, but I guess. It's a risk worth taking. Um, my only other note is I, it came across to me in this film how many crossover actors there are between the Harry Potter series and Love Actually. And it just came to a is head. There? Yeah, with the Minister Minister of Magic in this film. Uh, yeah. Just, okay. uh, I haven't seen Love Actually. Yeah, we'll rectify that someday. And then you'll you'll uh, you'll see. You'll see what I was noticing how many crossovers there are between this film and Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah, because you sure. have you have Alan Rickman, yep, who plays Severus Snape. He also plays uh, Judge Turpin in mm. Sweeney Todd. You have Timothy Spall, who plays uh, Peter Pettigrew in Harry Potter, uh, and he plays Beetle Bounford in Oh yeah Sweeney Todd. Uh, you have Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Bellatrix Lestrange. In yeah, Harry Potter, she also plays Mrs. Lovett in uh, in in Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a photo in the house in Godric's Hollow of a young uh, Gellert Grindelwald, which is very interesting. Um, and he is played by the act. He's portrayed by the actor who plays Antony, the young sailor who rescues Sweeney Todd. Oh and yeah. Ult- ultimately, has a love interest with uh, Joanna. Yep. Um, and then interestingly enough, uh, not 
so connected to this film, but very unique that he should play a young Grindelwald when the older Grindelwald is played by Johnny Depp, who plays Sweeney Todd himself. Um, mm. So just felt felt like a lot of family crossover, you know, vibes. <laughs> I was you, vi- I was vibing some Sweeney Todd when I was you, watching. I think you went out. There's definitely a lot more crossover. I'm looking now. The main ones between Love Actually is Emma Thompson, who actually isn't in this film, but she's in other Harry Potter films. No. Yeah, she plays Professor Trejani. Yep. We've got Alan Rickman who is in both, and we've got Bill Nighy. So. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill Nighy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Bill Nighy's the type of guy. Bill Nighy's not in uh, Sweeney Todd, but he would have fit right in. Hmm. I don't... Really? Do you think so? You put him in like an 1800s kind of Tim yeah. Burton. I can picture Bill Nighy in a Tim Burton movie. Maybe. I'm not saying but. no, but I'm just not as gung-ho as you are. Give him those sunken in eyes. <laughs> just like, uh, just like, if you want to take, if, if you know, if we're taking iconic Tim Burton characters, actors, and sticking them into Harry Potter, mm. Christopher Lee would have been good in Harry Potter. I don't know what you would have had. I don't think I would have wanted him as Dumbledore. No, um, but but Christopher Lee as somebody, right? As you know one of Dumbledore's friends or something. <laughs> Christopher Lee has a Wizarding World-esque-ness to him. Right, right. Yeah. Um, should we give this film a score? Yeah, let's uh, scale a one to 10, this son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Zero to 10, sorry. <laughs> I keep, I, you know, I, I, I hate the idea that a film could go that low, but it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, it is possible. Lost in translation. Oh, right, a sucker punch to the. Gut. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't give Lost in Translation a zero. I think I can't remember what I gave it, but if I had to score right now, if someone was like, right now, quick, zero to <laughs> zero to ten, Lost in Translation, it'd be like somewhere. It it wouldn't breach three. It would be like two point something. Oh man, and whatever score you'd give it, probably like I'm assuming ninety nine percent of it would just be because Bill Murray's in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I gave it a seven point two out of ten on my scale, so that means it did reach the highest ranking that I would pay money to see it in theaters. And on Marshall's scale, I gave it a six to a seven, so relatively close, just kind of in the higher meh to the lower good category, somewhere in there. Okay. How about you? All right. How about you? Uh, I give this an eight point two. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that it is, I think it's good. I think, you know, uh, there are moments when they're kind of running and doing this tent thing and then dancing with each other. Like, there's moments where I'm like, okay, I th- I feel like I've just seen a lot of the same for like the last hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yep. And that, it, it just kind of drags in moments. I'm like, oh, when nothing's happening, what is the plot here? What is happening? We're just and, running and hiding. And and that's a lot of people's complaints, right? It's just like, hey, we're moving from one camp to another and moving and moving and moving and nothing is mm. really moving along the needle of the plot mm-hmm. to some people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, I think that's, that's, but ultimately it's really good. It is really good. 
Uh, it's refreshing and fun to see our wizarding characters in a little sandwich shop and yes. to yep. see them break into the ministry. And like, there's some really funny moments in this when they've oh, taken yeah. the polyjuice potion for sure. And Ron, Ron's worried about the wife that he doesn't have. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like stuff like that. It was, it was comedically, which I think is important because the rest of the film is so serious mm-hmm. and is so, um, just heavy mm-hmm. that those fun moments, you know, they make it better. Do you remember when you were in the theater? Mm-hmm. Uh, did did the did the Dobby thing impact you the way it impacted everyone else? Impacted me, right? And just out of note, actually, I never saw this in the theater because I was late aboard right. the bandwagon right. train of Harry Potter. I, I didn't watch I the that. whole series till maybe a couple years after these came out. But to answer right, your okay. question, I believe I probably wasn't like on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being like sobbing in tears, zero being checking my Facebook on my phone. I was probably like a seven, like maybe a six or yeah. seven. I wasn't like bawling, but I was definitely like, ooh, this is, this is, I'm I'm getting the feels here for sure. I think it's really powerful that Harry wants to give him a proper burial. He says, no magic. Yes. Like, we're yep. going to dig a hole. Yeah, that's true. But as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this probably makes total sense to Hermione because she's muggle-born. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ron's probably like, what? but why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what is, why? Why is that better? Why is there significance to that? And Dobby probably would have been the same way. Dobby would have been like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. Harry Potter must not use magic to dig my grave. Like, <laughs> right. You know, I, I I don't know if it made any sense, but no, it did. Uh, yeah. But it was. It's it's still powerful. It's mm. still oh, heavy. Sure. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to. I've only seen the next one once. That is interesting. So, and I don't really. I remember some really big plot points. Yeah. Uh, but I only remember maybe 20 minutes of the film overall. Hmm. So there's a lot of filler in there that I'm unfamiliar with and I'm mm-hmm. excited to revisit. So Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so I got a question. Yes. What did you watch this week, girl? <laughs> I watched... I did not watch your recommendation yet. So That's fine. I didn't watch yours. So... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Um, I watched only one film, and I'm not going to recommend it to you. It's, okay. It's a highly talked about film. Uh, it's called Palm Springs. It has Andy Samberg in it. I've seen a lot of hype about it, a lot of talk about it online. It's one of those Hulu exclusives. So I I regrettably signed up for the free Hulu account for like a week just to watch this film, and then I canceled it. But it it... For all that the talk it got and the the ratings I was seeing online, it was just a film. And it, it's a romantic comedy, so I wasn't going in expecting intellectual thriller or action or what have you. But it, it just wasn't as it wasn't as sharp and majestic as I thought it was going to be based on what I had read, what I had heard. And I didn't regret watching it, but I definitely would not watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Well, then so. I'm not going to watch it. Please, please don't. Uh, what did What did you watch this week? Uh, we We had a shit ton and a half films to watch this week for the we show. Did. We watched two Bond films, yeah. and a Harry Potter film. Yes. Um, 
So I only ended up watching one film that wasn't uh, a part of that. Cool. Uh, and it was a film, uh, it's a Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means, believe it or not, it has Johnny Depp in it. No, that's impossible. Uh, I'll wow you even more. It has uh, Helena Bonham Carter in it. That, okay, you're just, this is can't be real. Uh, it has Christopher Lee in it. Christopher Christopher Lee? Yeah. Okay, now I'm actually being serious. Now I'm actually quite surprised. Really? Christopher Lee with those two in a timber. What am I Yeah, continue. I mean, he's 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 been in other Tim, Tim Burton. Is he? Yeah, stuff. continue. I'm I'm genuinely intrigued. Uh and Michael Gao. Who I don't huh. know if you know who that is. No. Uh he 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 will mean more to you when we do our Batman series, because oh, sure. Michael Gao played our, uh, played Alfred uh, for the longest run. He's the longest running Alfred hmm. that we've had. Okay. Um, but I watched the claymation film, or stop motion, not claymation, mm. stop motion film, uh, The Corpse Bride. Oh, yes. Which I adore. It's a great story. It has a powerful, impactful message behind it. Uh, and is the film that I saw in the theater the first time I went on a date. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, that's impactful. That is I don't know. emotionally it's, it's, significant, it's, it's a cool I'm bo- sure. It's a cool bookmark because, because of that, I can know, like I can look at the year the film came out and been like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the year I went on my first date. Yeah, yeah. It's- and I can tell you it was in grade eight. I was in grade eight. Wow. Her name was Lauren. We went to go see The Corpse Bride. Okay. Uh, I hung out at her house a couple of times. She came over to my house once. Okay. Uh, yep. My parents weren't home, which was... Whoa. Whoa. Uh, but I was in grade eight, so I don't even think I knew, like, you know, nothing was going to happen. Uh, because she kissed me on the cheek... Uh, and then like a couple days later or later that day, I like panicked and broke up with her. I was like, if the kiss on the cheek was too much, I was like, uh, eh, things are moving a little fast. You'd be yeah, kissing my cheek like that, girl. I don't like, like where this girl. is headed. I, I don't like Yeah, this. you, you, you reel that line in and take that worm off the hook because <laughs> you ain't having none of this fish. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was not, I was not having it. So mm. I'm sorry, Lauren, you don't listen to this. Shit, half the time I don't listen to this, but mm. I just I want you to know from the deepest part of my deepness, I'm I'm sorry for breaking up with you. I mean, <laughs> I I don't think we were meant for each other, so I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry if it hurts you. I'm glad I broke up with you. Ooh, because well, no, 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 I don't. You know, uh, let's everything I'm, happens for a reason, Lauren. Yeah, I'm I'm sure she's not emotionally stuck in a rut like i'm sure she's moved on just like you have god i hope so it was grade eight can you imagine i would i would feel if i found out she was like really still upset about it i i don't know we were together for like a week someone dared us to go out with each other hey that's how most romantic stories begin it's true that's uh rose and jack Fabrizio, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a deleted Celine, but Fabrizio's like, now come on, Jack, I friggin' I I triple dog dare you. Yeah, and Jack's like, I'm not interested, but you did triple dog dare me, so I kind of have yeah. to. 
I have no choice now. Yeah. All right. Mm. Take this thing, roll it up in some rice. You can cheat. You can use like a sushi kit. Oh, I'm um, going to. But roll it, r- roll it up in some rice. Okay. Slather some wasabi on it. Yep. A little bit of soy sauce. Don't use chopsticks. Did you know that's a thing? You're actually oh. not supposed to use chopsticks. Like if you go oh. to Japan, they don't use chopsticks. They just use fingers. I did not know that. But now so, I yeah, do. Use your fingers and you have to put the whole piece of sushi in your mouth. Like, you don't take a bite mm-hmm. of sushi. The okay. whole damn thing goes in. Chew it up. Okay. And then drive home with your your pants undone because <laughs> that was a lot of sushi. That was a lot, but it's all you can eat, so you kind of have to. That's the only way to do sushi, my friend. Yep. Uh, okay, so I've got a lot of housekeeping to do here. And I need you to kind of be backing me up because uh, if I miss something, you need to back me up with some any names that I missed. So I mean, this... based on what happened earlier in this episode, <laughs> if you say I need you to back me up, all of a sudden I'm thinking, shit, man, I got to start beatboxing because <laughs> he is about to lay down a fat rhyme. <laughs> uh, so it's the first episode of the month. That means our monthly shout out. So the, if you support us on a certain tier or above on Patreon, you get a monthly shout out. So. It's time for our monthly shout out for Daphne, for Nate, for Marshall, for Brenna, and I think that's it. That is it. That I is right. It. Tier four, t- tier three and four. Tier, tier three, three and, and four. four Patreons. It yep. is y- y- your time of the month. That's not, that didn't come out. Anyways, no, no, thank no, you no. so much mm-hmm. for everything you do. Mm-hmm. It's because of you that I can afford to eat Pop Tarts. Uh, no, we don't use the Patreon funds to buy Pop Tarts. For the record. Oh, <laughs> he's what? joking. He's I joking. I feel like. I feel like maybe we should. Maybe we have to have a. <sighs> yes, let's get the some accounting. logistical in. things that we need yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but thank you for those patrons who support us at that tier three and four level. Looking at you guys. And gals, um, we're not. Uh, we're talking to you. We can't. Well, see we're you. talking to you, but metaphorically, we're looking at you, and we're we giving you a about, golf golf clap. Golf. Clap. We talked about hiding GoPros in the homes of our Patreon supporters, and ultimately, we decided, with like financially, it wasn't feasible. So. We decided not right now, but sometime in the future. Yeah, you know, we're st- we're still growing. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, other housekeeping, check out our links below. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you haven't done so already, please like, follow, subscribe. And, uh, that's how you get all our new information. We send it out on those feeds and that's how you vote on the films that we're going to review next. We have frequent votes where your vote matters and it influences what we do. And you can also check out the Patreon link below if you'd like to support the show and the merch page, if you'd like to buy some merchandise. Thank you for listening. And if we always enjoy feedback, so if you want to like or comment on the episode page, please do. We get a kick out of it. All right, hot diggity dog. I am going to go pee out an energy drink. (laughs) All right. You laugh, but it burns and I'm concerned. (laughs) 